0: Welcome to this week's episode of Netball Nation. I'm joined in the studio by the duo that we agreed on that, didn't we? (laughs) The non-dynamic duo, uh, the one and only Maggie Birkinshaw. How are we, Max? I am very well, thank you. Very well. And of course, Sarah Bayman. Hello. You're right. Yeah. Both sporting excellent shirts today. We've got Max in in a leopard print sort of, what's that material? Probably flammable,
1: yeah. <laughs> flammable
2: man-made fabric.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh,
0: same as Sarah's then. Yes, uh, and yours has got like leaves on it, bamboo, and that's it, bamboo, bamboo. 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 <laughs> both looking very sharp across the other side of the desk. Uh, excellent to have you both here for another belter of a show. So this week we're going to catch up on the World Indoor Netball Championships, which got underway at the weekend in South Africa, and includes three England nets teams. So we'll find out how they're getting on. We'll also head over to round eleven of the Sun. Cup Super netball competition, competition, which has got even more twists and turns for us to discuss and means the fight for top four is still very much in the balance. And finally, it's the news we have all been dying to find out. This week, it's being confirmed that Dan Ryan will be taking on the Leeds Rhinos head coach role when they join the Vitality Super League in 2021. And we're really excited to be joined by Dan to get his reaction and find out what plans he has over the coming months. Busy one the ladies. Indeed. Are we looking forward to it? Yeah. Are we ready? Let's do it. Let's do this. Welcome to Netball Nation. Okay, firstly, let's get up to speed on all things nets as the World Indoor Netball Championships are currently taking place in South Africa. Uh, we've got three England sides taking part with a ladies, mixed and under-21s team as well. Uh, now, the competition has a really exciting format. The games are four times 10-minute quarters and there are skins points up for grabs if teams win a quarter. Uh, so quite similar to the bonus point system with teams being, being able to win in super netball, basically. Uh, so from a spectator point of view, that's got to make it a pretty exciting game. Them, hasn't it? Yeah do you know what?
2: I'm gonna to have to hold my hand up now and say I have never seen a game of <gasps> Nets. Dun, dun, dun. There it is I said it hand in the air I do apologize I, you know I recently read up on it but I have never seen a game.
0: Uh, Sarah are you gonna follow suit or have you?
2: I have seen a game yeah I've
1: what, seen a game. What,
0: what do you make of it is it tense viewing?
1: Yeah I mean it's fast because it can kind of come off obviously the Nets um, so ball doesn't go out of play so it is fast and then obviously with getting points per quarter it means that Every team wants to win every quarter. So it just kind of makes it super
2: competitive.
0: Can we watch it over here?
2: Do you know, I bet you can get it on YouTube. Because I think the competition that's on in South Africa at the moment, they're streaming games for you if you wanted to watch it.
0: So if you, if you, if you, oh, I'll tune into that. I'll have a look and see what's going on. You should be able to. Also, Netball Nation listeners, if you have been watching it, Let us know, get in touch, tweet us at Netball Nation or on any of the socials. Let us know if you know where we can watch it and then we'll let everyone else know. So thank you. Uh, Big news from the opening weekend is that the mixed England team beat Australia for the first time ever and they managed it in the opening game of the tournament. England were actually down by 10 at one point in the third quarter and managed to come back and sneak the win 46-45. Here on Netball Nation, we've previously heard from mixed captain Jen Walsh, who got player of the match in their game against world champions New Zealand. Sadly, England lost that game 52-30, but it was an improved performance from the the team against a very well-drilled New Zealand side uh, who've set the benchmark for nets pretty high, haven't they?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a competitive game and, and you look at the results and different teams beating each other in different years is obviously a really good sign for the game that it is growing across, you know, across different nations as well.
0: Now, obviously, we, we're not 100% sure whether we can see it over here, but is mixed and indoor netball given more coverage and is it more sort of heavily promoted in Australia and New Zealand? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, th- I,
1: th- I think it is. I think, you know, more people, if you spoke to people on the street, more people would play it in, in those countries. I'm not, I'm not sure necessarily it gets more coverage um, as such, but I think generally... You know, from a a popularity point of view, it's probably more popular in Australia and New Zealand just because they've got more
2: facilities to play it in.
0: Well, that might, it might pass over to us, you know, with time. I mean, it is played here, isn't it? You
2: know, we we were speaking, like you said, to Jen a couple of weeks ago and they were talking about how it had, you know, picked up and how the um, people that were actually now playing the game, there was a lot more people playing the game. um, And it sounds like, you know, it's quite an exciting and it's a way to keep yourself fit.
0: Yeah, no, it is. I mean, because it's quite, like we were saying, it's quite intense and you've got to yeah. just be on it, haven't you? Uh, well, we'll wrap this up then. The mixed team also got a win against South Africa, 35-31. A solid start for them. The ladies' side also managed to win against Australia, 50-48, which will massively boost their confidence for the competition. And unfortunately, the under-21 side narrowly lost their game against Australia by two. But another solid performance from them. Great start for all three sides. And of course, we wish them the best of luck in the competition, do yeah. ladies? Yeah. We really do. Oh, well. Right, moving on. I feel like we're going to have a lot more chat around this. Suncorp Super Netball. Another cracking weekend in the competition saw strong wins from Giants and Vixens, a draw in Adelaide and Lightning beating top of the table Swifts, which makes it very exciting and it means the battle for top four is still very much on, isn't it? Oh, it yeah. really is tight now. Firstly, let's chat about the thriller of a game between Magpies and Adelaide Thunderbirds, which ended 46 all. Another draw and an incredible game as well. Have you managed to watch any of that, girls?
2: No, I've just read the uh, match report and it sounds like it was a humdinger loads and loads of whistle in that game i don't know did you manage to see it i I didn't see the game um but
1: i think that result has done giants a big favor because i think giants would have expected magpies to win that Mm. um and possibly overtake them on the ladder um, but Magpies drawing that like I said has done Giants a big favour because now they're still ahead of Magpies um, on the ladder and I think they've got to play them yet so you know uh. that's, that fight for fourth spot is kind of hotting up and I think Thunderbirds are one of those danger teams where the, those
2: top four teams could definitely slip up against them yeah they can cause an
1: upset yeah. where it really matters yeah.
0: for them
2: didn't you, mean, did you miss a, a last dying second goal or something did it roll oh. around the rim before oh. popping out which would have given oh. Magpies the win <gasps> You'd be
0: gutted, wouldn't yeah. you? you'd be gutted. Well, last time these two sides met, Magpies stormed to an 18-goal win uh, and really they needed to do the same this time out to keep their finals hopes alive, didn't they? Yeah,
1: they did. And, and they look, I mean, like I said, I've only seen kind of highlights, but they look like they're lacking confidence a little bit. You know, they, they had all the sort of kickoff last week around the Kelsey Brown and Rob Wright um, exchange and they, they just don't look as sharp as you'd expect them to for the players that they've got in the team. So... Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough running for them because they're gonna be under pressure to make top four with the squad they've got. But it, it's tough when you've got the teams ahead of them that they have.
0: Do you think there is a, a chance that they might make top four or not?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a chance. There's not that many points between them and Giants. And you look at a game, and there's a, a, like eight points up for grabs realistically. And I think there's like. Two or three between them and Giants, but
2: have Magpies got the harder run into Yeah, the, they've I got think the harder so. fixtures running into it. So, I mean, they, they can't depend on anybody else's results and anybody else to lose because it's so tight at the top. But I think of the two, Magpies and Giants, they've got the harder run in.
0: And Mags, you touched on there about uh, Shimona Nelson missing that last second shot, you know, just circling and then ouch. How. Do you get over that just after it, knowing you, surely you feel a bit personally responsible for the loss?
2: It's a difficult one, really, because, you know, no one person loses the game. You know, you, you all lose. if You're if, a collective. If, if you absolutely are. And you cannot put that pressure on one particular individual. Yeah, it's a job. To, to put those balls into the net. Um, but there's also the suggestion that, well, maybe it shouldn't have got to that. Was it literally end to end? Didn't see it. Maybe, you know, there've been incidents through the game where they could have got more goals down, got the goals through the net, so that they weren't in that position in the first place.
1: But yeah. I think I think also shooters need to understand that's going to happen to you in your career. Like
0: It's part of your job, isn't you it? You know, like Helen... We've How- seen it happen at England, haven't we? Well, yeah. But
1: Helen Howsby that Commonwealth Games, had had Courtney Bruce not obstructed on that last shot of Commonwealth mm. Games it was a draw and it was going yeah. into extra time because she missed that shot yeah. like Don- I remember Donna Lofhagen missing in World Cup and the whole of New Zealand jumped on her back and <laughs> You know, P- Pam Cookie missed a shot when it was back in Super mm-hmm. Cup days and it finished a draw. It Maria happens. Falau missed a shot the yeah. other week when it was a draw. Yeah, that's right. So it happens. it happens. It happens to the best shooters in the world. So the trick is just being able to kind of shrug it off and, and keep going.
0: And I guess if, you're, if you are a shooter, then your mindset over the time playing that is that, yeah, that is part of my role. I we take see, it...
2: Well, I, we see footballers, don't we? we yeah, You know, exactly. taking penalties and things. You know, they're absolutely devastated when they mm. miss,
1: but it's
0: just what happens. And you can't be held solely responsible for that. No. Well,
1: no, I mean, fundamentally, if you're a shooter, you're a glory hunter, so... Yeah.
0: <laughs> stay away from that end of the you
2: course. So,
1: you get the glory, but at some point you're going to get the, the, the rap as well for not, miss <laughs> exactly. for not shooting <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. The highs and the lows. You know? Yeah, stay, uh, stay well, away. Well,
0: next up, Vixens look clinical against Fever, taking a convincing win, 64-52, which again is very different to last time. And these sides met uh, when Fever managed to get a draw without their captain Courtney Bruce now we're sure that Stacey's not going to be very happy with that result uh, but we have to give a shout out for hitting her 50th yes! National League match milestone well done yeah uh, now I'm not sure I told you when I saw this I just thought you were wishing her a happy 50th did, did I say know, well
1: I know I did Dangerous. put something on the Instagram the week before as well about you know how um, black people don't, don't age they're yes. very, very youthful
0: <laughs> black that's Mag saying so, but it? she is not 50 <laughs> <laughs> there we go we've cleared that up here on Netball Nation
1: I mean yeah. she looks good for her age but yeah. she's not 50
0: <laughs> have you managed to catch up with Stacey
1: yeah I haven't you know fever point because the season's over you know they're, they're not going to make top four they've got three rounds to go and it's frustrating as a player if, you, if you've got it's not that you've got nothing to play for but you, you're out of finals contention um, but I mean, Vixen's played better than them, and that's kind of it. Really,
0: is it, is it kind of hard to then keep the motivation to keep going back out there after that? It, it is hard. I think if you
1: if you've only got three weeks to go, then there's always motivation. Yeah. you know, they they will have an impact on who makes top four because they've got. Um, magpies this week. They've got Giants the last week, so, so they could so mess it up. They so they could can, really mess they it up could for some. Really days. rain on someone's oh. brain which is always kind of. I mean, if you're going to be sick about it, it's always kind of motivating, <laughs> isn't That's it? A, there's you, the motivation. Yeah.
0: Do you know what? I knew you were going to say that before you said <laughs> it. I was like, if there's one thing Sarah's going to take from this, is that pleasure in someone else's pain. Do it. I mean, <laughs> I, I, mean I mean,
1: you're not going to get the glory, so you <laughs> yeah. might as well stop someone else from getting it.
0: <laughs> you know. Right. Moving on, and um, Giants and Fibers were involved in a pretty physical encounter that one. Uh, the battle saw Gretel Tippett uh, suffer a suspected broken nose and defender Kim Jenner set the 2019 record for the most penalties by a player in a single <laughs> game uh, as both teams bashed their way to a 63-57 Giants win and that leaves the Firebirds still without a win after 11 rounds. Uh, have either of you managed to catch any of this game?
1: Yeah, I've seen some of it. Um, and it I mean, it, it was physical. Um, I think Gretel Tippett that was kind of innocuous what, what mm. happened to her nose you know she, she got a, a flailing elbow but it wasn't direct like it wasn't directed at was her it wasn't aimed no one was going no. I'm going to
0: break your nose and, it, <laughs> and it,
1: it was a rough it was a rough game but I think there's been a sort of like massive outcry that you know the umpires didn't have it under control and and this is the sort of like darkness that netball's heading towards and all. then and, and then I speak to Joe Harton and she was like I thought it was alright mm. you
0: well, know was, so in your opinion was it fair was it like a fair contest
1: yeah it was it, it was like it was a fairly <laughs> (laughs) ugly game but I mean not everything's going to be like you know beautiful netball is it so you know you're going to take one of those games every so often and I think it just it it was just one of those games where it was a bit ugly you know it was two teams scrapping hard firebirds try and get a first win giants to stay in finals contention and you know when it gets to that point of the season people are desperate so yeah it was ugly and And I feel
2: I have to speak up for defenders here because we all know that netball is an attacker's game Mm -hmm. that's the way I see it that's where a few people see it and When we're talking about this contest, it's that interpretation of what is a contest and what is contact. And there's so many attackers, as in shooters, who play for contacts. And you sometimes say to yourself, if you're going to play for it, then don't expect you to get a broken nose. But then you have to take the pain that comes with it if you're playing for Mm. that contact. So Sarah says it was rather... Innocuous. It is what it is. They're just battling and fighting for the ball.
0: No, you're right. Well, Gretel, we hope that your nose sorts itself. Yeah, and as I've as heard well.
2: it's not broken, so you know, should well. be fine. <laughs> <laughs> do
0: you know, you're on one. No, I mean, no, but I mean, Get the on worst, with it. no, the worst Pasta thing is if it. it's
1: <laughs> broken and it's out of place or something, and she's walking around with her nose facing in two opposite directions. That's pretty <laughs> oh, God, awful, God, isn't I call it? Her but rocking. you know, <laughs> she's she's still pretty enough, so that's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it might not be broken, but we hope it's not too painful. Indeed. There we go. Now we spoke about firebirds and their struggle this season. What do you think they'll need to do in the off? season to ensure that they can have a more successful campaign next time
1: oh it's a tough one with Firebirds they've had so many injuries this season that I think that's partly been the problem that you know they've not had a settled seven Um, they've got a very young defensive end which I think having a season of experience will help them for next year but they need to decide what they're doing you know they've played different shooters a lot Rimmel now fit again and playing but then This week she started, the week before Linnise Potgieta started, before that you you had um, Abigail Lartumirfaust starting, so is Evan Berger going to stay is she going to leave like they
2: just kind of need to get a settled squad Uh,
0: Mags if you were in charge what would you be doing
2: well make sure that you uh, the signings that you make signings that you know that you're hopefully going to keep get some training in pretty pretty early Uh, do the stuff off the courts it doesn't have to necessarily be on court netball stuff it's that stuff where you sit in a classroom and you talk things through Mm. you talk you know about what's acceptable what isn't you know what your priorities how these girls are going to gel together but like Sarah says when you've got injuries it doesn't matter what you say Seven is if you've got some of your key players out of that seven, you are going to struggle and it just proves that their bench is maybe not as strong as others because they just they, that seamless link when they come onto the court. Yeah, I so think they're, just not, they're just they not producing on. the I business. I think
1: they also need to make sure that they keep their key players like the likes of Gretel Tippett, um, Gabby Simpson. You've got to make sure that those guys are, I'm, I don't know how many year contracts they're on, but you've got to make sure that they're locked in because they're sort of the core of that team and then you build it around it.
0: So we'll see what happens for the next campaign. Finally, Sunshine Coast Lightning managed to pull off what could be a season-defining victory as they beat Swifts 50-48 after training by five goals in the last quarter. Uh, now, Swifts was suffering a number of injuries and travelling to Sunshine Coast. It was always going to be a tough one for them, wasn't it, really? Nolene could do no wrong at the moment. You know, she's she's on fire again. You've both said this, haven't yeah, you? Yeah,
2: I mean, you might as well just
1: not bother playing the game because it's like two, two teams win and then no win. Like, two teams play, no wins at the end that's it
0: and do you think that other other coaches can sort of take note from that and take and, and have a look at Nollian and go actually we should be doing that well yeah um, but
1: I mean th- like the Swifts one is a bit different because for Swifts to still be at the top of the table with the injuries they've had this year so Helen Housby didn't play that game you know Katrina Dory came in for her first game um, and had to play in order to be eligible for finals netball I think you have to play four games before oh. you can play finals netball um, they've got Nat All, was
2: on watching Nat
1: was on the game. Yeah, Nat um, played. So, one of her, what, Nat Haythorne Thwe- thwaite played one of her first games so, back yeah. from injury. They've got about another two replacement players in there and they're still top of the league. Mm. So, as awesome a job as Nolene's doing at Sunshine Coast Lightning, they've really had no kind of disruption to their season in terms of injuries. Um, they've had disruption for World Cup, but. Swifts, the disruption that they've had and they've just kind of ploughed on, that to lose to Sunshine Coast by a few goals on the Sunshine Coast is is not a bad result at all, really. No.
0: But like you say, it isn't just the coach then, it's, it's the fact that they've had good luck as well with things. Yeah, I, mean, I
2: think I, every team needs a little bit of luck, but there's yeah. something, she seems to have that little bit of magic that people would love to harness, just a tiny little bit of it. And nobody seems to know, unless you're in there, what it is that she's got, what it is that she says to her players, how she gets those extra percentage marks out of her players to make them turn it on, regardless of who plays. Mm.
1: Carla Pretoria's final quarter of that game, just like another level. Like she's playing a different (laughs) game to everyone else. Like just like, we need some turnover ball. Okay, I'll go get it. Like, don't worry. Yeah. Like just at that level to just turn over that Mm. ball when it's needed most against top quality opposition, just super impressive from her.
0: You're right. And I think it's for her, it's important then that she has those dependable players that she can count on. Yeah.
1: And you've got... You've basically got someone in every in every area of the court. They've got Carla Pretorius, probably, well, definitely world's best goal defence. You've got Laura Langman, potentially world's best centre. And you've got Steph Wood starting goal attack for Australia. But so, are your leaders. So, yeah. when we talk
2: about leaders on court and leadership on court, she's got them in every yeah. area of the court and they are doing their job. And surely for other teams coming up against them, they're going to go gulp.
1: Yeah, a little bit. And I think the thing with Sunshine Coast is that the more they win, the more they think they're going to win. So... Mm. I think you look well, That's at, natural Well it is because it's a confidence thing but you looked at that team at the beginning of the season and they Jeeva mm. Mentor had left Kelsey Brown had left um, Caitlin Bassett had left and you go God that's a massive yeah. hole in that team and they replaced them with Peace Proscovia, Laura Langman and Pumsam Mawaini who come in and just do an incredible job mm. and, and now they've gelled and it's actually like it's like they've been there forever so Whilst at the beginning of the season, I think teams would have gone, you know, there's a there's a potential weakness here. Now it's like, oh dear, we've kind of let them get on a roll, and we don't know how to stop it now.
0: Yeah, well, like you say, Mags, whatever nolene has got, if we could find out, we'd bottle it and sell it. They're all natural athletes. <laughs> the ha- it
2: has to be about the direction yeah. that they're getting. It can't just be about the fact that they are national, uh, you know, natural athletes and go out there and do the job really, really well. There has to be something more.
0: Weren't one of you saying that she actually, um, or did I read it somewhere, that she actually, on on a very individual basis, she cares about the, the players? And I'm sure that that's a broad thing. I'm sure it's not just her that does that. But there's a lot to be said for that.
1: Yeah, there is. And, you know, happy players tend to play, play better, better. And that's kind of what she's harnessed Um And the Sunshine Coast is is a beautiful place, but it's not got the most happening. So for her to have players there who have all kind of built a life and a happy off court as well as on it takes a lot of work. So it's not just, you know, turn up and give them a few skills and drills to do and bang, you've got a championship team. She's gone like holistic about it, much more in depth, much more about, you know, you as a person, why are you not happy? Because your husband's not here. Right. Let's get your husband here. Like yeah. it's, it's it's that so level of detail.
2: Well, it's nice if you're able to do that. Yeah. It's exceptionally nice if you're able to do that because not all coaches can. Not all coaches want to do mm. it. Um, we all like to have the, uh, the players to ourselves to be able to get as much court time with them. But it sounds like she's doing a lot of stuff off the court and letting them have time with family, which is a scary thing for coaches because we sometimes think, can I afford to do that?
0: Yeah, but it's also that case that if you pull back too much, then you're going to lose them. So maybe, maybe. she's on to a winner there. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for that, ladies. Can't wait to see what the next few rounds have in store over the coming weeks. Uh, OK, last and by no means least, the news we've all been waiting for. Uh, that I have to say, Max, you kept that very close to your chest. You did very well, didn't you? Oh, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Dan Ryan has this week been announced as the Leeds Rhinos head coach for their first season in the Vitality Super League in twenty. 20- 2021. Firstly, Max, how excited are you by this news? We're
2: exceptionally excited. Um, the bottom line was that we, we wanted to make sure that we we're able to engage and secure a, a coach that came with some reputation, that had done the hard yards, that knew netball inside and out, and was respected by, by fellow coaches and players because that has a lot of standing when you're looking to sign players as to who the coach is. It sometimes influences where the players want to go. So we're absolutely delighted that number one that Dan was available and number two that he was prepared and willing to, to come to Yorkshire. Yeah, and um, there's been
0: so much of a buzz. I've seen it all over social media. People are loving this, aren't they, Sarah?
2: Yeah, I mean, like it's like there's there's
1: been a buzz anyway, you know, because it's a new team and and it's always exciting to kind of see who's who's going to be named in these positions when mm. when it's a new team. Um, so it's nice that you know even from a year out, Rhinos are kind of you know getting a bit of support behind them.
0: And how much of an advantage is it for Dan to have such a big lead into his first season, which means he can really try and sort of shape the squad, spend time sort of getting them ready to step out on court together?
2: From his own words himself, he said it's huge. You know, there's not many coaches ha- are in his position where, you know, he is the first person to to, to get hold of a franchise and mould it and make it into something that he wants it to be. He has his vision. He knows what it like, wants it to be. And the experience that he's picked up from playing, you know, being a coach in the Sun Cop to what he's seen over here in England and his experiences in Ireland, he will probably just pull all that together and has the support as well of you know a very established uh, rugby football club and everything that that has to offer to give him what he wants.
0: Yeah, I mean it's great. It's great for Dan. It's great for everyone involved. Mm. I think it really is. I think we're just glad to have it back. I think. There's, from speaking
2: to um, other franchises I think they just said it just makes it whole to have something back in, in far north
0: absolutely because we
2: do have Manchester and, you know and just below us then we've got Loughborough as well but just to have something back and true representation of the country
0: definitely now we're really pleased to be joined by our friend of the show Dan Ryan uh, now Dan this is your third time joining us on Netball Nation we can't get enough of you can we? I oh, know. I'm a regular. How good is this? Good work, guys. Well done. <laughs> fourth member. Fourth member. <laughs> uh, now, before we get going chatting about the Rhino's News, I've got to ask you, what have you been doing over the past couple of days? Because you're in Spain at the minute, aren't you?
3: I am. I'm on, on a really long, bloody walk. So I started uh, the Camino de Santiago yesterday. Um, so 800 kilometres from St. John Peterport in France through to uh, Santiago de Compostela in Spain. So it's about... 35 days in total, um, and I'm into day two, and I've probably clocked up about
0: 55, 60 Ks, uh, and my body is screaming at me, but it is amazing. So, Do you know what? It's lovely well, that, that you, way to go. Lovely you're getting some rest after the World Cup, Dan. <laughs> yes, yeah, oh, absolutely. It's a great way to take a holiday, isn't it? for uh, 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 horrific. <laughs> well, I feel like I should say good luck, but like you say, it's a holiday, so enjoy it. <laughs> uh, now, speaking of the World Cup, Dan, you obviously coached Northern Ireland in their first World Cup campaign. How was that experience for you?
3: Yeah, it was a great experience and, and
0: really glad that I did it and um, unbelievable opportunity just to be a part of a World Cup and uh, I think
3: how quickly you learn and how much you learn during um, that week is amazing. It's it's quite relentless um, and you're on from one game to review to preview into the next game and everything just kind of continues to roll on. So from a coaching perspective, I love the chance to create game plans against All the different styles of play that we come up against day to day. So that was a really great experience. Um, And just the competition itself like, there was some, you know, the emergence of the African nations was awesome. Um, It's just a really great competition to be a part of that, you know, in many different ways, I got a huge amount out of.
0: It really was. And are you going to stay involved with the Northern Ireland team for the next four-year cycle?
3: Well, the plan is for the next couple of years at least. And and obviously, with Reuners as well, I manage the two roles. And um, there's a lot to kind of work through next year as to what the Northern Ireland commitment will look like because I guess it's quite a soft year internationally with no major events. So... It's a really important year, I think, for us to get the pathways and the programming sorted because I think that needs quite a bit of work to kind of develop the next tier of athletes coming through, but also to give the senior athletes within the senior squad a carrot to be chasing, I guess. Um, So I've proposed a bit of an international tour, somewhere where we can get some really good high-pressurised test matches because I guess upon my reflection is that was probably one of our biggest downfalls. from the whole campaign was just not having the opportunity to play high-pressurised matches in the build-up. And that's where you learn the most about yourselves and each other and the team. And, um, you know, that'll be the plan for the next 12 months to give the players opportunities to play under pressure against top-quality nations.
0: Definitely. And uh, Dan, of course, the big news this week, uh, you've been announced as the Leeds Rhinos head coach. So first of all, huge congratulations, Dan. Very well done. How how are you feeling about the challenge that awaits? And is it exciting for you to kind of be starting with a franchise from the very beginning?
3: Yeah, I think look, that was probably the the biggest selling point
0: about the role, to be honest. And there was a lot in favour of it. It, it. You know, I really wanted
3: to be involved for a number of different reasons. But I just think the rare opportunity as a coach, a player, administrator to be a part of a club or a team from the very, very beginning, I think is is quite special and unique. And. Um, You know, from a coaching perspective, you get to to build it all your own way. You get to be really particular around the type of athletes and people you want within the program, and you're not inheriting someone else's list or someone else's program. It really is an opportunity with a blank canvas to create something from the ground up. So um, that's really cool, and I think any coach would love that opportunity. And I think with the resourcing and support that Leeds Rhinos can put around us and behind us... um, it's just a great opportunity
0: to build something really quite special for the athletes and everyone involved so looking forward to it yeah definitely and i know mags you, you lot are as excited as dan aren't you for the, about this yeah well we're, we're extremely excited
2: and we're very grateful that he said yes because i know that he's been in demand and quite a few people have wanted to uh to snaffle him but uh the call of the north you can just plenty of walking up here dan you don't need to go to spain <laughs>
0: Excellent. I look forward to it. (laughs) Come on, have a look at the Dales. Uh, Now, as we know, uh, Rhinos won't be joining Super League until 2021. So what does the next 12 months look like for you in terms of getting a squad of players and a coaching team in place? Yeah, it's an interesting one because I was a
3: little bit disappointed initially because I wanted to get straight into the coaching of it. But I think in hindsight, having 12 months to actually properly build and prepare um, is something you just don't get a chance to do in high-performance sport quite often. So for us, it's really about I think getting on the connections and relationships through the Leeds Rhinos Rugby Department, the cu- the, com- the community around the area, to see all the resourcing that we have and what we can use to really try and forge a, a really elite, high-performance program. And obviously, we'll have to do a recruitment of a few key staff in, in different areas, and, and then we can get to the point of, of looking at, you know, what types of players we want within our ranks. So there's a lot of work to do, but I think we're in a really blessed position to be able to have time to to do it and do it properly. So when it comes time to having conversations with athletes or assistant coaches or whatever it might be we're really well prepared and we can present something that's ready to go as opposed to promising a lot and not being able to deliver so um yeah it's going to be a lot of work in the next 12 months to make sure we're we're ready to go when it comes to recruitment time but um i think that's a great place to be
0: dan thank you so much for joining us all the way from sunny spain make sure that you get some sleep won't you because you've got hard work on your hands Absolutely. It's time to keep walking. So uh, thanks for the break, guys. And, uh, back, back just one foot after the other we go. Uh, well, Dan, do you know what? Good luck with everything. Thank you again so much for joining us. Uh, we want to get you in the studio with us for a proper catch-up next, and we might even take you for a walk to the Yorkshire Dales, although that sounds Excellent. quite sinister. Appreciate it, I've I, I just said, <laughs> no. Dan, <got> to, uh, <laughs> I know Dan, have a lovely time. Take care. Thanks, guys. thanks. best time. Take care. Go well. Uh, now, uh, before we do wrap up, have you guys got any shout-outs?
2: Uh, I think I've got to have to put a shout out for Team White, which is. Not done very often, as they call themselves. Uh, Jackie Mison has announced recently that she's hanging up her whistle and her trainers and she's um, going to take a well-earned rest from netball at international and Super League level. So, Jackie, on a personal note, you know, thank you for everything that you've done. Enjoy your rest. Hopefully you won't miss it. Mm. Uh, and I think also Mr Burgess. I saw something as well around Mr Burgess saying that he's, not saying that he's retiring, but he's just taking a bit of a rest and thinking his words, he's going to see what a weekend looks like. Oh, nice. So the same thing applies to Gary Burgess. Gary, yeah. you know, it's a hard job. You know, I'm going to be the first person to hold my hand up and say that, you know, I've been that person who's not always agreed with some of the umpire's decisions. Maggie, that's shocking. <laughs> I've said it live <laughs> on air. But you know what? We cannot play the game without you guys. Exactly. So you do a fabulous, fabulous job, regardless of all the horrible things that are said.
0: <laughs> we cannot do. I mean, that's a backhander, Maggie. <laughs> I mean, let's be right,
2: Gary himself knows that, you know, you get, he takes a heck of a lot of flack. Mm. But you know what? He does the best and probably better than that, than he possibly can for the game. And we take our hats off to them because they do a grand job. Absolutely. Yeah. You
1: know what? Um, I sometimes don't fully 100% agree with umpires' decisions, and occasionally I let them know that. Um, but. <laughs> not like you. N- nah. Is it? No, <laughs> not very opinionated. But both of those umpires have done a fantastic job, and they're both people that. You can go up to at the, at the end of a game and have a chat to, and just kind of catch up about the game and yeah. about netball, yeah. and they will be missed in the league. So yeah, enjoy your rest, and you'll get bored in no time. So we'll see <laughs> you, know, you back. Do see you back next year? See you yeah, yeah. soon.
0: And you know, yeah, enjoy your weekends. And yeah, let, let us know um, what they look yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, let, we're keen to yeah. know. Send, yeah, send yeah, us a postcard. Let us know. Yeah, none of us get them. Uh, Sarah, have you got uh, any shout outs?
1: Um, I think really just a shout out to all the people who were named in the in the um, England squad for the upcoming season. Mm-hmm. You know, the the centralised program named athletes for this year so congratulations to everyone who was named in that Um, a few new faces um, which is always nice to see and yeah, they'll, they'll have a lot of hard work ahead of them, but, you know, it's exciting time for those girls. So well done, everyone.
0: Yeah, and congratulations. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that, guys. Right, before we love you and leave you, just a reminder that if you've got any questions at all, please do get in touch. You can tweet us at MyNetballNation or you can drop us an email to hello at MyNetballNation.com and we will make sure that we cover everything in next week's episode. Thank you so much for listening to Netball Nation. Uh, to listen to our podcasts, head over to MyNetballNation.co.uk and follow us on all of the social platforms Remember at my Netball Nation. Uh, see you next time, guys. See ya. Take care. Good. Bye. This is Netball Nation.